0: Crank your earbuds for the Listen Money Matters podcast, where we provide incredible money management tricks. I mean,
1: illusions.
0: For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters, the podcast from listenmoneymatters.com. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew as always. Andrew, how are you, sir? Good, good, Matt. How are you? Good. What are you? What is that? What are you drinking? I see. I see a More, black cup. It's or I still see a red cuba solo libre. cup. A cuba libre.
2: Yeah, solo cup, keeping it classy.
0: It looks like red, dark red wine, <laughs> in a red solo cup. That's really can, classy. Can you see
2: inside there? It's like a
0: oh ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like little tiny like wine bubbles. No. It's
2: very strong, dude. My my hair might light on fire. Uh, the... yeah. Okay.
0: Well, today we have a guest on the show and co-host. It's Rebecca from staplerconfessions.com. You can check her out there at her website. And Rebecca, how are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Good. Very good. So today we're going to dive into the conversation about paying off student loans. And I to as a confession, I have never <laughs> gone to college. So don't have any student loans. And I'm very happy that I don't. And Andrew, I actually thought you did it because you did go to college, right? I did, yeah. But you don't have any student loans, no. Because why? <laughs> Spill. Because it. my
2: daddy was very nice. <laughs> your parents, did your parents, like
0: save up for you, like when they were like when you were born, and like put money aside so that you could go to college one day. Something like that. But I, I went to a
2: state school that was also very cheap. Uh, community it was college. Like, yeah, uh, no, not community college. It was NJIT, so it's like in Newark, and just to get people to go to Newark, not even for school, is tough. <laughs>
0: yeah wait so that is that the new jersey yeah. that's true So you can Corey... imagine they were
2: almost paying me to go there yeah cory booker uh, he's actually pretty cool yeah yeah
0: so is that new jersey institute of technology yeah okay all right and rebecca where did you go to school
1: oh i went to uh well i went to undergrad at university of rochester up in upstate new york okay and then i went to a, a university of california law school Oh, um, I actually graduated from undergrad with zero student loans.
0: Wow! So that's yeah. a four-year college, right? Is that what that yep. means? Okay. Mm-hmm. So how did yeah. you do that? Uh, yeah.
1: Um. Well, I got some uh, scholarships, um, and I was an RA, and so that paid for my half my room and board, and then my parents paid the rest.
0: Really? Yeah. So I mean, how much is it like on average? I I'm being totally honest when I say I have no idea how much college costs so like a standard four-year like degree what's and I know it's different for private and state uh, because Andrew just mentioned it but what how like what's the average going rate right now
1: well 15 years ago is when I graduated and it was um 45,000 a year
0: whoa a year
1: (laughs) yeah
2: Rochester is like a legit school dude that is a good school (laughs) holy
1: shit Wait, they give some really good discounts so that's just the sticker price.
0: That's $180,000 and for four-year degree.
1: Right, but we didn't we didn't pay that. So Okay. They give you a scholarship just for getting a certain SAT score. Oh. Comes off the top and then you get, you know, if you're an RA you get some knocked off of there too.
0: Okay. So oh when you're an RA it gets knocked off of the price of yeah. what you pay. Mm-hmm. Not necess- yeah. you're not getting paid to be an RA which you just yeah. used for your Okay.
2: Yeah, but she has to deal with drunk students being like crazed. So that's that's worth a lot.
0: Oh wait, RA means a, you're the, like a resident, Advice. and you like a resident advisor. So you take care of like the floor, like in the dorms where people live. She has to I was a thinking, boss
2: and their friend. That shit's tough, dude. I was thinking of a TA. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, yeah. I had a friend I, – I used to go to uh, visit my friend Carlson at college, and we were friends with his RA, and it was, like, weird because he was a drinker too. And it's like, well, he also had to be, like, laid down on the law but also was, like, pretty lenient, which is right. – it's weird.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I just have a closed-door policy, and everything turned out fine. Excellent. <laughs> the door was closed, and, you know, nothing, none of it was spilling out in the hallways. I didn't have to deal with it, so –
0: so you ended up graduating without any debt right. for that four years. How did you like – were you working to pay that off during school?
1: I, I had some work study, but that was just for my personal spending money. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you, then the problem happened when I went to the law school.
0: <laughs> all right. So you went – and this is called a what – what's going to law school called? Does uh, that, is that it?
1: Going oh. to law school. Isn't <laughs> it – it's like
0: – Doc, You got a doctorate?
1: Yeah, it's a JD. It's not a real doctorate. Like some people go and get their PhD, and it takes them years and years. And it just took us three years to get through. Okay. And then um, usually it it goes masters and then PhD. But right. for a law school, it goes JD and then a masters. It's it's backwards. So.
0: So are you an esquire?
1: Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Cool.
0: <laughs> so, all right. I can't imagine, I and mean, you you can. Say this or not, but how much did that cost?
1: Well, uh, when we when I applied, uh, it was fourteen thousand a year for tuition, and then they include living expenses because you're not allowed to work your first year of law school. Oh. Um, by the time I was in my third year of law school, I was paying twenty one thousand a year, um, and I graduated with about one hundred twenty five thousand dollars in uh, in loans by the end of it.
2: Why did the cost go up? Was that like more expensive wine?
1: It was it was because <laughs> when I started, this is the University of California school system, and we were funded seventy percent by the state of California. And then by the time I was in my third year, we were funded thirty percent by the state of California. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so now nice. tuition there is actually uh forty eight thousand a year just for the tuition. So it's more than doubled since I graduated.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. So, all right. So you're, you're, oh, Jesus. I can't even. <laughs> it's so expensive. All right. But, but you got a job working in law, I imagine, because of you yes. went to school and you paid all this money. I would hope that that would happen. And now you yes. can use that money to pay off your student loans. So how, like, how much, like, I have a friend. Uh, this is the only way I can relate to you, is he went to, um, like a private school. And I think when he got out his his student debt was about 80,000 and he pays like the maximum amount he can pay per month to try to get it paid off in 10 years. And what sucks is for the next 10 years out of college, he can't move because he has to live at home in order to like meet these payments, which is as much as like a mortgage payment.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm sure that there are mortgages that are lower than I, so the biggest problem is that I, that I married my law school sweetheart. So he has the same amount of debt as I do.
0: Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. And so then, so now we we started off with uh, just under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in student loans. Jesus. Um. So I know people with mortgages that have uh, lower, that have mortgaged less. Yeah. Their their payments each month are less than than ours on just our student loans. And then on top of paying for our student loans, we have to pay for our rent. So right. Um, at least but you invested
2: in oh. yourself though. Oh yeah. That's, that's <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the problem with law school is it's one of those, uh, industries that where the return on your investment is getting smaller and smaller. I mean, it's not, uh, when I, when I started, I mean, there were plenty of people who said, don't go to law school, yada, yada, yada. And I was determined to be a public interest lawyer, um and there are public interest uh loan forgiveness programs that i was hoping to take advantage of uh so i knew i wasn't going to make a lot of money uh my husband and other people who were going into law thought that they would be making one hundred and twenty thousand dollars their first year when they mm. graduated and wow. so if you're making that kind of money then it is something that you can pay off right. in a reasonable amount of time um but the market crashed and there are a lot of out of work um Law school graduates, um, and when you do get a job, you're not going to typically get those six-figure jobs right out of law school at this point. Unfortunately, for people with the debt, but
0: right, um. <laughs> that is a terrible thing. <laughs> and I, and you know, that's I know people that have gone through that, so it's not. I, it's it's sad. It really is because they pay all this money and then they think they're. Gonna, I mean, you pay the money to get a job. Otherwise, what's the frigging point of going to college? You know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, to you would, learn stuff. Yeah, but you wouldn't pay money to learn stuff if you weren't going to make money yeah. afterwards, because then how would you pay it? You know what I mean?
2: True. Yeah.
0: And it's sort well, of this like cycle that they just kind of cut off. You know, at once, one side it. So, how are you currently working to get this student loan paid off? Uh,
1: well, um, so one thing that we were doing was. Um, I would take um I would take all of our extra income and mm-hmm. put it aside, and at the end of the month, I would just empty our whole bank account into one of the loans and we would just target one loan at a time okay. and try to pay one off um, we were we were doing the lowest balance first uh the snowball method that Dave Ramsey talks about right um where you pick off the smallest amount and you just try and get rid of your monthly payments because with a student loan. It's like a mortgage where even if you still owe a hundred dollars oh. on your mortgage, you well that's not true. But so if you still owe fifty thousand on your mortgage, your payment is going to be the same as when you started on your mortgage, even if your mortgage was two hundred thousand at the beginning.
2: It's, it's amortized, so you pay the interest up front. And, yes, yeah,
1: yeah. yes. Uh, so right, and so but um, it's not like a credit card debt where if you start paying it off and your balance shrinks, then you your minimum monthly payment uh, also shrinks. So for that reason, we started paying off the smallest balance loan so that we could get rid of a monthly payment.
2: Right. Our wow.
1: goal was to take our monthly payments from, I think we have, um, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven monthly payments. I thought you were
2: going to say $7,000. I was going to no. like <laughs> choke or like...
1: <laughs> monthly payments uh at um it's uh $1,300 um and so then we knocked one out uh last year and so now we have 1200 I think I think that's what it is at this point nice. but now we have one less monthly payment and I got laid off a few months ago so to us it gives us better financial stability because we have one fewer payment that we have to make every mm-hmm. month um
2: what are the terms on these like uh, student loans do they say like you have to pay it off within like fifteen years like what's the
1: if you have a shit ton of loans then you get thirty years to pay them off if you have less than a shit ton I don't know what that is because I don't have that then you get 10 <laughs> years. Right.
2: you definitely have a shit ton yes uh,
1: yeah <laughs> past that threshold we're in the thirty year um. Repayment plan. Uh, My husband, he works for a nonprofit. He's in the um, income-based repayment plan because there is a public service loan forgiveness program where, if you qualify for, uh, if you qualify for an income-based repayment program, then uh, your monthly payments are reduced, and so you're going to be paying more over the life of your loan. But if you work for a nonprofit for 120 months while you're making these payments, uh, then the rest of your principal will be forgiven.
2: Wow, that's That's a lot of money forgiven there.
1: It is, so if you look at his, um, it's only for federal consolidated student loans. So if you look at his, um, his federal loan is $74,000, and he's paying, I think it's um, $430 a month, on it, it's based on income, um, and based on how much how much loans, how many um, what your loan balance is. Uh, then, if he continues along that path, I think it's something like fifty thousand dollars that's going to get forgiven. Wow. Yeah. So, so I'm
2: curious. So if he if he does this, and I'm guessing he's like well on his way to to achieving this.
1: I hope so. Yeah. He's yeah. about. <laughs>
2: But, uh, but uh, after, after he does this and he gets it forgiven, does he have to stay as a public servant or can he become no. like a $50 million a year lawyer like in the movies?
1: Yes, he can, he can go make bank if he wants. Um, Interesting. So after 120 payments, uh, yeah, you're free.
0: <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have any loans that you can't overpay on?
1: No, we could pay as much as we wanted on any of them and we wouldn't be penalized for paying them early.
0: Because there are loans like that, right?
1: I don't know about student loans because student loans are special snowflakes in the world of loans. They yes.
2: Don't. So if you declare bankruptcy, all of your things go away except for your student loans. They stay right. with you until you die. Really? Right. Yeah. But that, like you but they can't, can't get rid of they them. Stay
1: with you until you die. So that is also unique. Wait, you what, know, what was that? If you have credit card debt, then your estate has to pay your credit card debt. But if you die oh, and you have student loan debt, then nobody has to pay them. So huh. that's good.
0: <laughs> oh, does it get passed on to next of kin?
1: <laughs> no, th- nothing ever gets passed on to the next of kin. It's just that your estate would have to pay
0: it. So the lesson yeah. is
2: don't pay your student loan with credit cards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole different issue. I mean... You pay your loan off with your credit card, then you could declare bankruptcy and get your credit card debt forgiven. But I didn't say that.
0: <laughs> oh right, yeah right. Oh my god. So, are, are you have seven different loans that you're paying every month? Are they all different interest rates? Yes.
1: yes. And
0: like, what do they like? What's what do they vary? And sure. Well, go ahead. What do they vary? It goes
1: from two and a half percent to uh, to five and a half percent.
0: Oh, so they're not terribly high.
1: No, they're not. The federal loans are the highest, um, but the lowest ones are variable rates. So um, any day now, they'll probably start going up. So that's also why we wanted to target those first, because they're kind of a ticking time bomb. At two percent interest, it's not so bad, but once the um, once the prime rate goes up, right. our those loan uh, interest rates are going to go up.
0: Well, so that was I was going to ask why you decided to pay off the lowest balances first rather than the lowest inch or the highest interest rates one first.
1: Yeah, because of because of that reason, and because we wanted to get rid of a monthly payment, in order to get rid of our highest balance, our highest interest rate one, we'd have to pay off seventy two thousand dollars.
0: Oh, oh wow.
1: that wasn't gonna happen. Right. <laughs> so right. Um, and also, the federal loans have a few more protections for people than than the private student loans. So those those lower balance ones and the lower interest ones, those are private ones.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And why is that? What what offers more protection? In what what sense?
1: Um, Well, you have more repayment plans. You can go on the income-based repayment. You can defer them if you have an uh, economic hardship. Uh, You can defer them for, I think, two years. Wow. Um, You could go on the public service loan forgiveness plan if you wanted to. The private student loans, they don't have those kinds of um, protections.
0: So you're just basically saving all your extra money that you make per month and using it all towards your those student loans, just like you would if you had a, a shit ton of credit card debt.
1: Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we. Did, um, honestly, I'm really kicking myself that we didn't start doing that until last year, but um, we started doing that last year. It felt great. I got laid off, so it's been kind of on the back burner, but now with the new year, we've made a resolution to uh, to get back on the the wagon and, and pay off another loan.
0: And how long do you think you have until you're paid off?
1: It Well, right now with my uh, current employment status,
0: right, that's... it
1: could be anything. Um, I used to sit there at work uh, knowing what my salary was and what my husband's salary was and try and figure out when we could have it done. Yeah. Um, and on that plan, you know, it was like a two-year plan to get the oh. loans all done. And then we'd be sitting there with the federal loans, which is – you know they'd be like 100,000, 125,000 at that point which I felt like was a lot more manageable than what we're looking at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: now. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> so
2: so I'm curious. Uh do you have like uh like an emergency fund or something or did you literally put everything into the the loans?
1: Yeah, we do have an emergency fund. Um and <clears throat> all along before last year we were contributing to our Roth IRAs and so I started to treat my Roth IRA as our true emergency fund Um, you can withdraw the principal uh, without penalty from a Roth right Um, so so I felt like if it was a true emergency we would do that but we also have you know we have a savings account for like big expenses that will come up on an annual basis like our life and our disability insurance payments and and we save up for vacation and stuff like that, so there's really few things that I thought would be a true emergency, so we started putting them into the into the roth um, and so we have a good nest egg there for mm-hmm. retirement, hopefully, but for true emergencies we have have that
0: are you doing anything extra to pay off your student loans? are you like make are you selling shit on Craigslist or I don't know <laughs> some sort of like way to make. I don't know. It it can be shady too. I don't, you know, selling Selling drugs, selling weed to high schoolers.
1: (laughs) It's it's so tame over here. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some months I would say, okay, this month I'm going to make some extra money and I would like clear out our stuff. We'd have a yard sale. I consign clothes. Um, Mm. I did a post about um, consigning clothes online, how you can just, you know, clear out your closet and put a bunch of stuff in a bag as long as they're name brands and this one place will will assess it and pay you for it if they want it. Is really, old is really... Old
0: Navy a name brand?
1: <laughs> well that's a good question. And I don't think they do men's clothes actually. Uh. At least. Well,
2: and first of all, I have like three pairs of pants, but my wife, (laughs) I I think we might have, we might be sitting on a million dollars
0: right now. (laughs)
1: Wow. Right now I have two closets, so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like consolidate and sell. So, So you're doing any little bit that you can in order to get some extra money and you're putting that money towards, that's your, the idea of just putting your money towards the student loan debt.
1: Yeah, this year we've resolved to uh, first max out our 2013 IRA contribution because uh, we have until April 15th to do it, um, and then after that we're gonna we're gonna put another loan in our crosshairs and try and kill it. Cool. Um, we can, yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds it, like it's stressful.
1: <laughs> it is stressful. Uh, it because you know at least what we say is at least with the mortgage you can live in the house. Yeah. You know, (laughs) so it's have rent payments on top of having the student loan payments. And it has affected the decisions that we've made in our lives. Like, it really, um, it makes you, you know, limit your choices in your career. I mean, as a lawyer, I wanted to do public interest and I wanted to work for a nonprofit. um, But the nonprofit jobs pay something like $40,000 if you're lucky.
2: Right. Oh, wow. Your
1: public defenders and your district attorneys, even in major cities, they're not going to be earning more than, you know, 45000 a year and paying $1,300 a month with student loans plus, you know, our rent, <laughs> which right. I won't tell you because it's ridiculous because we live in a major city. Um, it's just un- not feasible. We also have a son in preschool. Uh, so it it just makes it uh, not feasible to do the kind of dream job that you may have gone to law school to do in the first place.
0: So you're sacrificing.
1: Yes. So your we make own, exactly.
0: For your own education, that is what you Exactly. It seems like it's counterintuitive.
1: Yeah, it's a vicious um Yeah, a vicious, a
0: vicious cycle. cycle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so emotionally it really helps to get some of these loans like off our shoulders and we can uh we feel like we can increase our financial freedom that way. Right. Literally. I mean because I mean we've decided uh, we have one Four, he's almost four. Mm-hmm. Um, one child, and uh, you know, we wanted to have another, but we just couldn't afford it um, with these kind of student loans. And it's really sad when you think about, uh, you know, how we were living our lifestyle. We, you know, we're spending money uh, here and there and on things that were fine. But you know, we'd much rather have a second child than go out to eat, you know, three times a month. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now that we stopped doing that and we started cutting our budget down we're actually happier that way and we feel like we're putting our you know money where our priorities are
2: right so i have to ask you how do you guys do your budget like do you have a, a <laughs> tool or a trick oh, Jesus.
1: i do I, 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 <laughs> excel, excel google docs i mean google drive right like, always looking at our budget so i wanted to have it accessible in the cloud you know wherever i was uh so i just Set it up in in Excel. I usually update it once, uh, twice or twice a year. When I got laid off, we updated it, and then I use Mint to track our expenses.
0: That's oh, what I cool. think you're fishing for, wasn't it? Yeah, I was fishing for <laughs> Mint. <laughs> <laughs> like, please I love say that. use yeah. I've been using
1: it. Yeah, years, it's awesome, and if you'll see on my blog, I post monthly financial updates, and I do screenshots from Mint. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky sometimes with Mint, but um. But I'm working with it. I'm hoping, to try, hoping to try to set it up so that this month, like everything's in there, and we can actually track our, our net worth.
2: So uh, cool. So, yeah. so since you brought up the the blog, um, the what what's like the main purpose of your blog? Is it to keep you like honest on your like <laughs> payment cycle? Like, I mean, what's the
1: I don't know. I just love to talk about, I love to talk about this shit. And my sister is a blogger and she said, you have to start a blog. There are two things I love to talk about. I love to talk about, uh, well, I love to talk about student loans as much as I hate them (laughs) and, you know, budgeting and finance stuff and saving money. Um, And I also love to talk about deals at Staples uh, because there's kind of a, there's a way you can work it so that you can even make money buying stuff there. You can get a lot of stuff for free um, and my sister who's a, she's a lifestyle blogger, um, you know, home decor and kind of a mommy blog, but more home decor. Uh, she suggested that I start a blog with my staples deals because I look at coupon blogs all the time and I would say, well, that that's an all right deal. But you, if you do it, you know, this way or that way, you can get a much better deal. And so she heard me say that a few times, and she was like, "Well, why don't you just put it out there and see if anybody's interested?" So I did that, but I also love to talk about being frugal and you know how we're paying off our student loans, and I definitely need the accountability to you know get those loans.
2: That's off important. Our- yeah.
0: yeah. So that's cool. You're <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> very multiple personalities, but
0: I didn't um, know that staple. You can make money <laughs> buying shit from Staples.
1: Yes, <laughs> definitely.
0: I was yeah. can you give I, us a rundown? Like I
2: thought when you buy things from staples, like they take your money
1: right, well, they take your money, so you have a little bit of an investment at the beginning. but for example, the other week um they would uh you have to be ready to, to do a rebate. the other week, if you bought a two hundred dollar visa card gift card, they would give you a ten dollar rebate. Oh. Or twenty dollar rebate, I forget what it was. But um so you buy the Visa gift card and you pay a four ninety five dollar fee, um, and then you submit the rebate and you get ten dollars back in the mail. So what do you have at the end? You have a two hundred dollar visa card, um, and you have a ten dollar check and you're out four ninety five. So you've just made five dollars and five cents. Hmm.
2: You have to do that a lot of times to pay off your student loans. What's that? (laughs) You have to do that many times to pay off your student loan. Can can you pay your loans off with a Visa check card?
1: (laughs) Right. Well, okay. So maybe that's a bad example because there are other examples where you could use – so say they have uh, pens for free after rebate. Uh Okay. So you go in and you buy the pens with a coupon. Your coupon is a dollar off. And then you walk out and you send in the rebate, and you get back the same amount that the pens were worth before you used the coupon. Again, it's just making a dollar, but at least you also have pens at the end of it. Maybe,
2: maybe you could sell them to Commerce Bank, or, <laughs> yeah, or, or TD Bank. They yeah. have they they have a huge <laughs> need for pens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually sometimes I just have a yard sale and I sell them for a buck, and then I make a buck that way too. Huh, but hey. some of the stuff I need, like. They have free batteries all the time, and they have free printer paper all the time. So, I, I actually, did not
0: know that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried not I to buy whole, anything.
1: I have a whole section on my blog about how to how to do it. Um, hoping to write an ebook soon about the whole system. Um, rolling your Staples rewards into into uh, cash.
0: Oh, you should so. definitely do that. I was <laughs> going to say, what are you waiting for? Now, seize carpe diem, seize the <laughs> day. Should,
1: Yes, coming out next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, you could do that. You could sell a lot with that. You can use that money to pay off your student loans, and all yeah. it's going to take us some I time.
1: Would. Yeah, I would. I mean, if I if I could get that off the ground, it would be going towards our student loans. I mean, I'm really trying to hustle this year to get off get two loans paid off. That would be twenty four thousand dollars and <clears throat> two monthly payments of almost two hundred dollars. It would just be awesome to be able to do that.
0: So let me ask, do you have any like tips or advice that you could give people who are struggling with student loans or even if they're not struggling with student loans? Maybe they just have them and they're just looking to get them paid off quicker. So do you have any advice for those people?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, <clears throat> I think there's always this question in uh, people's minds whether they should pay off their student loans or they should contribute to their retirement accounts. Uh, because student loans are at a low in lower interest rate than you can typically make in the market there's that question you know people will say oh no i should put it in the market and make 10 percent on average uh on my money instead of you know and just keep paying these student loans which are only three or four or five percent but my advice is to go with your gut because speaking from the perspective of somebody who has too many law school loans mm-hmm. um you know, my gut says I want to get rid of at least some of these in order to sleep better at night about my finances, in order right. to feel like I can have some um, some choice in my career and in my family. So if you feel like they're so big that they're they're getting you down emotionally, then you should get rid of them. And you should start with whatever is going to make you feel better. If it's going to make you feel better to reduce your principal, then go for the ones that have the higher interest rates. If it's gonna make you feel better to get rid of a monthly payment, then go for the ones that are the lowest balance. Um there's no right or wrong answer. It's just going with your gut.
0: Yeah. And I and um since you have seven of them, I can imagine <laughs> going after the one going like wanting to minimize your the the amount that you pay out per month or as many bills as you pay per month is a was appealing.
1: Yes, although, I mean, I will say, I mean, they're all automated, so they're the easiest bills to pay in the sense like of physically paying them because right. I don't literally physically pay them at all. I mean, they just come out of my bank account automatically.
0: And you're paying the minimums on all of them except the one that you're trying to pay off? Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, it's hard because, so my husband is in a non so he has to pay this, this um, income-based repayment amount, which is lower than even the... Minimum balance is hmm. for thirty-year repayment, um, which is hard. But our thought process was, we don't know if you know if he'll be there for ten years. But uh, we don't want to be looking back at th- those ten years and say, "Oh gosh, I wish we had been on the right plan," mm-hmm. um, because we could have gotten fifty thousand dollars paid off. <laughs> gotcha. <ya>. Right. <laughs> so if you think you're going to go, if you if you're in public interest now, I definitely recommend getting on the income based repayment program as soon as you can. It takes them three months to get their act together. Um, if your loans aren't consolidated yet, it gets them three months to get their shit together. So that's better than
2: DMV. (laughs) It's awful.
1: They, they are, they are really awful. These, um, student loan servicers, um, as an attorney working in consumer law, I do hear a lot of horror stories. Um, and this process can get easily fucked up. So, right. you, once you get that nonprofit job, you get on, you consolidate, and then you get on your uh, income-based repayment plan, and just keep that going as long as you you're in that nonprofit. And you may look back at ten years and say, "Oh, it's time to uh, to get them forgiven." Yay! Right. right. <laughs> Fifty thousand dollar present to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm, yeah, for sure. But what's that in thirty years, though?
1: Ten years. Ten,
0: oh, it's only ten years. So it's not too yeah. bad.
1: 120 payments.
0: Wow. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I mean, I think that kind of covers everything as far as – I mean, There's, I'm sure there's a shit ton we could cover, like a oh, shitload yeah. of other things. Uh, sure. But as far as getting your student if – if you have student loans currently and you're looking to pay them off, uh, you can either do – what you're currently doing, Rebecca, is the paying off the – since you have so many of them, paying off the <laughs> lowest uh, – the one with the lowest balance first just so now you have six and it's like you don't have to pay off seven anymore (laughs) and it does feel better and i think that is dave ramsey's right that's the snowball effect you you mentioned earlier um and where you could go the other route which is interest rates but it seems like the interest rates aren't as like crazy different like as as with credit cards like you you would have a 18 percent interest credit card and then a 10 percent interest one where it's like oh well duh you should probably pay off the 18 percent interest one because that's insane but And I don't yeah. think anyone has a hundred thousand dollars on a single credit card. So I, I hope except so. for Jay-Z Well, perhaps Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely Beyonce with all those shoes.
2: That's right. So,
0: all right. Well, Rebecca, it was nice talking to you. And Thanks if you, for yeah, for sure. Robbie again, I'm, I'm sure we, we want to do so many more of these and uh, it's, Rebecca at staplerconfessions.com. I really like the whole staples, like, actually making money from a corporation. That's pretty awesome. And Yeah.
1: Frugal- it's quite a thrill. I mean, it's really thrilling. It's like when you coupon and you make money off of couponing, it's a lot of fun. It's like, go- for me, going into a courtroom and winning. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> it's
0: an adrenaline rush. I see. And I don't have time for couponing, but I do need to talk about it with somebody because I don't truly understand. Like, I never cut a coupon out in my life. I, go, I get my haircut every month and they're like, well, don't you bring the card in where you can get a free haircut? Oh. I'm like, no, I'm not carrying a fucking card around with me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. And I go to the supermarket. I'm like, any coupons? I'm like, nope, never do. Proud of it. But I'm also an idiot. So, so staplerconfessions.com and Rebecca, it was nice talking to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Andrew, see you later. Later, man. Later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us an honest review on iTunes. And for more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.